Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Great to be with you all this morning, and uh, and you see, Salim, my brother Salim here, gave me a, a little bit of a challenge that I should be doing some Cambodian dance this morning. So I said, if he came up and did some Palestinian dancing, then <laughs> then I would be I would be up for that, right? <laughs> um, I'm also delighted that as I sat there, and when I came on Tuesday, I was looking at all the flags, and I'm like. Wow, this is what heaven's going to be like, right? You know, all of the nations joining together. And as I looked around, I'm like, but where's the Cambodian flag? And then, am I allowed to just, you know, your prayer saying about being rebellious. Can I just move that along a little bit? (laughs) This is the Cambodian flag here. So, um, So I feel very much at home to have the Cambodian flag right there. Um, so you will hear from my accent that, um, that my homeland is not Cambodia or Northern Ireland, um, but England. Um, Manchester is, uh, is kind of my home city, and, uh, and I grew up in Bath. And, um, but my heartland has been Cambodia for the last 18 and a half years. And before I just share a little bit about my story, I would like to read from Isaiah 55. And, um, and I'm always grateful when I, when I read Isaiah and, and the struggles um, and the faithfulness of God. And, uh, and Isaiah 55 verse 8 um, gives, me, uh, gives me hope that in my um, rebellious nature and um, <laughs> and all all um, that entails that uh, God says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So my prayer this morning is that you don't hear my words, but you hear God's words. Um, so uh, just a little bit of my story, and I'm really glad there's a clock right in front of me there. Um, <laughs> none of you know me, so you don't know just how much I can talk. But uh, I think a few years ago, I may have kissed the Blarney Stone. Um, so in England, uh, I worked in the corporate sector. Um, I had come to faith as a young child, um, and then as I uh, became an adult and uh, decided to explore the world more, 
um, I found a new idol, and that was my work and my job. And, uh, and God took me through a journey, and as I, even though as I was far away from God, um, God, in his faithfulness and his love, um, spoke to me <laughs> and, uh, and said to me, I am going to bring you back to me. And when I bring you back to me, you're going to have a faith that you've ha- never had before. And, uh, and it was beautiful last night to hear from Michael and how Michael said it was the Gentile that brought him back to the Lord as a, as a Messianic Jew for him. Well, actually, my story is the opposite. So as a Gentile, it was actually a Messianic Jew who showed me Jesus and, uh, and, and the life of Jesus through the Old Testament as well. And, um, and so um, I have a, a very, uh, there's a very special part in my heart um, for the Jews and for the Palestinians. My father served in Israel for a, a number of years. And so uh, God me, brought me back to him, and, um, and I thought, well, I can't do uh, just a Sunday morning faith anymore. It's got to be an all or nothing. So, uh, so the challenge was for me to give up my idol, um, my job. And, uh, and it's really interesting that as I, um, as I reflected back on God's faithfulness to me through that time when um, I hadn't known him during that work, um, but he um, brought me through and out of my job and, um, and my husband and I into um, a, a very, very different environment into Bible college. And, um, and in uh, 1999, uh, we, um, as a family, so my husband and myself, our daughter at that time was four years old and our son was five months old. Um, we uh, left the UK shores and, um, and headed to Cambodia with WEC. And uh, I was chatting to uh, one of the WEC guys last night. Now, I had, um, there was a long transition, which I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the journey into Cambodia, but um, uh, tomorrow night. But Cambodia, as many of you will probably know, um, suffered a genocide um, between 1975 and 1979. During that time, um, more than 20% of the population died or were killed, about 2 million people. And one of the things that, um, that was left in the aftermath of it was a void in hope, a void in love, a void in community, a void in family, where um, even children were taught to betray um, their parents um, for the sake of, of, the, of the onkar. And, um, and so as we moved um, into Cambodia, um, there was an overwhelming sense of need and, um, and yes, most of the time uh, feeling very overwhelmed. And as I began to kind of just grapple just with living there with a young family, um, God uh, took me on another journey. 
And, uh, and that was a physical and spiritual journey to the border between Cambodia and Thailand. And, uh, and on that border, there were children who were being traded through the border. And um, it was the first time that I had ever seen such a thing in my life. Um, I thought that slavery had finished hundreds of years ago. And, uh, and, um, and I can remember the first two children that I interacted with was a young Cambodian girl who would have been about four years old. She had her brother on her hip. Um, he would have been about six months old. She had been picked up by the Thai police after she had been trafficked and sent back through to Cambodia. Her and her brother had been separated from her mother. Her mother would still be in Thailand somewhere, and her and her brother had been deported back to Cambodia. And the ages of those two children were the exact ages of my two children. And as I sat, I was just learning the language. As I sat and tried to kind of communicate with this little girl, she gave me this little tiny doll that she had made out of wool. And, uh, and I had said to her, you know, my daughter is the same age as you. And, uh, and she said, I want you to give your daughter this doll. And, um, and um, it was very interesting because my daughter is now 23 years old. And she still has that doll in her room. And it's, it's interesting how God parallels our lives to help us really understand where we need to move, Right? And, um, and where he gives us that passion and that vision for, um, for his heart. And one of the most dangerous prayers I prayed, um, I said to God, um, when I started working in this issue, I said, don't ever let me become cold. Um, somebody had said to me, oh, you get used to the street children in Cambodia after a while. You get used to the beggars after a while. The poverty, you know, when you've lived here a few years, you know, it just becomes a part of the scenery. And I can remember saying to God, I don't ever, ever want to feel like that. And, uh, and I said, I want you to break my heart. You know, sometimes we pray prayers, right? It's like, why did I ever pray that prayer? <laughs> so, um, so God um, said, this is, this is what I... I'm going to take you into. This is going to be um, the next part of, of the vision that I have for you. So I started working with these children, um, both in the border area and, um, and started trying to find their families. Um, and when we couldn't find their families, try and put them into um, places that they could live and grow and, um, and hear about Jesus and find hope. And, um, you know, their lives, they, they didn't know what the future would ever hold for them. And so through that love to show them that there was a hope in Christ. So I set up an organization called Chabdai. And in Khmer, Chabdai means joining hands. And we're just going to play literally a one-minute video so that you can see what Chabdai is. 
together, linking together, partnering together, working together, networking together. To me, Chabai is a place where the children come as one voice for the uh, children's rights. The feedback that we have received from the social workers and counsellors is that the project has supported them and helped them to feel uh, that they are not alone and that they have people who want to listen to them and give them emotional support. Chabai and other members can help to those children and women to live in equality, dignity, values and hope. My vision is that Chapdai is to be a learning community that we can share, learn from one another and together address the issue of human trafficking. So, so Chapdai really is us joining together. Um, Chapdai is a coalition of um, 50 Christian organizations all working to address human trafficking, abuse, exploitation um, on the ground in Cambodia. And, uh, and it was really as well a vision of the outworking of working as the body of Christ. You know, as we have a calling to this, I think one of the, uh, one of the things that, um, that, that can happen easily is that, okay, this is my calling from God, and actually it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. And, um, and so, so Chabdai was established um, for us to work as the body of Christ together to address these issues, to lead the way forward in Cambodia so that we could be witnesses, so that we could be witnesses to the government, to police, to communities, to the, to the victims and the survivors themselves, that these Christians are working together. And... Um, and so we have the privilege of um, spending um, so much of our time um, inputting and building into Cambodians so that Cambodians can have the skills to um, address the issues themselves. As foreigners, we have a role to leave a legacy there. And, uh, and our legacy is so that Cambodians can be the change that they want to see in Cambodia. So... I look forward to sharing uh, more tomorrow night, and I think my 15 minutes is up, so thank you very much. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.